price. Howdy, everybody. Uh, it's been a week. Fade the Mahoney's back. Uh, this guy over here, the E-Donk, he's playing hurt. He had a uh, little uh, hospital episode last night, but he's fighting through it. He's going to, you all right? You're with us, right? We're good. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to tough it out. All right. And then For we've the also, what'd you say? For the kids. Yeah. No off days at Fade the Mahoney. Absolutely um, not. And then uh, special guest for today, we've got uh, Derek GMZ. Is that what you'd like me to call you? Or just Derek? That's fine. Okay. Uh, Derek's good. Yeah. All right. We'll just go with Derek. Um, we've had a lot of um, horrible gamblers on the show. Uh, a couple people who play poker pretty well from what I hear, but Derek, mm -hmm. you play poker for a living. Is that accurate? Yes, uh, for now. Um, <laughs> for I've been playing poker for 20 years, uh, 13 of those years. I've been a semi-professional. And then the last two years, I've been playing primarily tournaments on stake. Hmm. So it's have you seen run. that? Uh, have you seen that Marley T-shirt? Uh, you have it up there. Uh, Is it Marley's TV? <laughs> no. What's What's the one I'm thinking of, Edog? Let's see. Uh, friends don't oh, love friends no. play tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, that breaks my heart. All right. So we've got a real live uh, tournament pro here. Uh, we're going to ask him a whole bunch of questions in a second. Uh, just a few things I've written down for a recap. Um, for the short term. Uh, we're going to be going once a week. Uh, we're doing three times a week during NFL because you're all a bunch of DGENs and you love betting on uh, NFL. Uh, so we had lots of content there. For right now, we're just going to slow it down a, a little bit and hopefully bring you a good uh, guest episode once a week. So Derek is our first one there. Uh, please stick around to the end. Uh, a couple of exciting things. We've got a new segment called Viewer of the Week that we're gonna introduce the first one of that. And then we also have a giveaway contest at the end that has something to do with our friend Derek here. So please stick around to the end. Uh, we need to give a big thank you to both Daniel Negreanu and David Tuckman who came on last week for our NHL betting spectacular. Um, we tried a live stream thingy uh, while they were on and uh, we have way, well over 5,000 views which wow. for us is excellent. So, um, uh, yeah, some big name guests like, yeah. uh, having me on here is what a regression to the mean. No, no, this is pretty good. <laughs> You're the first, uh, tournament pro that we've had on, I think, I think. Right. Yeah. You had one time. <laughs> <laughs> don't last longer than me. Don't make Edonk laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it hurts to, it hurts to laugh but it hurts so good uh yes one time uh in the uh wsop 50 uh this past sunday night like the buffoon that he is he got it all in pre-flop with aces what a moron yeah silence i don't suggest that nothing but pain yes uh if you had to guess what hand silent sound guy had what would you guess King King. Exactly. That's All right. Yeah. There was, there was yeah. also an, there was an ace on the flop as well. Okay. That's um, the only hand he loses with, right? It's King yeah. King. That's <laughs> yep. a sound, sound guy special. Uh, he had all the chips with like five to go. And he, uh, I think he finished oh, wow. fourth, I think. Anyway, um, could you tell us, uh, you gave us a real brief uh, history. You said you've been playing for 20 years, which seems 
remarkable to me because you look like you're about 30, but uh, could you tell us the story, uh, where you're from, where you're at now, um, what your schedule is, that sort of stuff? Lay it on me. Okay. Yeah, people usually uh, think I'm a lot younger than I really am, um, but I've been in the industry for quite a while. Uh, so um, I did start in Southern California. Um, uh, right around when the poker boom happened, uh, I started touring um, home games and Indian casinos uh, like uh, Morongo, Saquon. So I was playing uh, part-time work. I was uh, like working at uh, UPS, sorting boxes like 3 a.m. to 8 a.m., then uh, going home, showering, driving an hour to Morongo, playing their $40, $60 tournament, and then uh, playing 3-6 limit hold'em until I was too... Uh, tired enough to go home and rinse and repeat. I did that like every Tuesday, Thursday. Um, and then when I turned 21, um, I started playing at Hawaiian Gardens, playing Limit Hold'em, quickly moved up to A16, but I plateaued. The next level up is like 2040. So that's a big, that was like, uh, it's, it's a big, big jump. That's a big Right. Game. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really have the resources or the know-how to get better at that point. So um, I played no limit tournaments at the big three. Um, while I was doing that, so commerce, bike, hustler. Um, and uh, when I had my first big score at commerce, it was one of the, the um, 350, it was one of the first multi-flights um, before then. So it was like a 350 buy-in with a million guarantee. And I believe like uh, Matt Savage was one of the first people to actually start that craze. Um, a million guarantee with that much of a low of a buy-in was like unheard of. So um, I ended up finding a table tabling that. Um, that was about uh, 80K. And uh, after that, I got trading with Ari Engel. Um, that was a general uh, boot camp. And then I got grandfathered in into an like, advanced class with him. Um, I was doing that to transition to online poker. Um, shortly after that, Black Friday happened. So uh, that didn't work out. Um, in 2012, I decided to move to Vegas to deal and play, and that's where I've been since. Uh, I don't see myself moving away. I love it here. It's a 24-hour town. Um, DJs come in and out all the time. I don't know if you know anything about that. Uh, so it's uh, I don't have to go anywhere. They come over here. D gentlemen, yes, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah, I've been um, I've been there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, in the last. Six Couple months. months. <laughs> I was say, you've been there a few times in the last year, right? Yeah. Uh, so I've just been uh, dealing and playing and uh, occasionally picking up contract work for like production companies. Um, I was a, uh, I was working for the Run Up Studios and then Great Torp Studios. I've done some WPT work. I have uh, helped out Solve for Why with their live streams when they were doing uh, their podcast. Um, I've also entered into a bunch of content creator competitions. I've done pretty well in those. Uh, whenever there was value, I'd try to throw my hat in there and just try to get creative creating content. Uh, there was the Vloggers in Paradise with Andrew Nimi and Jeff Gross. I ended up finishing in the top five of that with a couple of people you might know, uh, Trevor Savage and Matt Kiefer. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I also threw my hat in the ring for the Thirst Lounge when they needed uh, a few replacements. And uh, I made it to the interview round, but interviewed poorly. Um, there was also a Solve for Why Academy seat that uh, I entered and I actually won. So I got some value there. Oh, that's um, cool. 
yeah, in my video, I needled Berkey a little bit. Um, <laughs> after after the fact, I asked him how uh, how he liked it, and he with a straight face, he's like, I hated it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I was just like, all right, okay, it was it was <laughs> nice talking to you. Have a good day. <laughs> So I thought that uh, he would uh, take it in stride, me being a little peon and him being uh, um, up there just in the nosebleeds, not to take that offense. But, um, you know, I ended up working for him later. So it's all cool. 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 So you said that first one, that first score was like uh, 80K. I'm just going by what I found on Hendon Mob, nearly mm-hmm. 600K in tournament uh, winnings. Is that accurate? Yeah, almost uh, almost freaking 600k. One more final table, and I can uh, reach that mark. Okay, uh, I'm gonna remind everybody. Uh, please stick around to the end if you think it's interesting that uh, Derek here wins a lot of money playing poker tournaments. Um, if uh, Brandon Whitmire was watching right now, would you have anything to say to him? <laughs> um, I uh, I think I, I've made a, a couple uh, running jokes uh, about Brandon Whitmire um in the vloggers in paradise uh i he he uh he won the DraftKings 50 50 and he won a bracelet i think the the tournament before that he also final tabled um but uh missing out that bracelet but um yeah he had easy competition heads up for his bracelet win so um who was that i probably tell him i probably tell him congrats mm-hmm. you know good job There's really a pretty, that for those of you who aren't following uh Derek was uh, one person away from getting an actual World Series of Poker bracelet. Came in second place. It's, it's a pretty nice score. Yeah. Uh, to play heads up with a bracelet on the table is pretty surreal. Like, um, I mean, if you're going to be playing tournament poker, it's, it's kind of... Um, it's why you get up in the it's morning. It's kind of the goal. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the dream. Um, I mean, technically, with how many um, bracelets there are and how... Uh, how much variance goes into tournaments uh they're kind of a joke um but uh i'm still striving to uh, claim as many jokes as i can mm-hmm. i don't take myself all that seriously and uh you know it's it's the journey it's not really the the item that you uh earn or whatnot so you know i'm just going to keep firing i saw on it's like your it's like your version of the joke bet hmm. what's that the joke bet i don't know that um i believe that is a um uh who am i thinking of from uh live at the bike uh um armenian mike okay oh, yeah, yeah. No, i don't, I don't follow to too shove. much cash games. yeah no. when he pretends to shove um do you know who this guy is this brandon whitmire edonk on hendon mob he says he's from chicago i don't ever remember playing with him you have any idea who he is Sounds like an awful poker player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Generally like to ask our guests to share some uh, uh, D-Gen or poker hand, some some sort of story. I think Edonk had something specific he wanted to ask you about, though. All right. Yeah, I was I was wondering how the uh, how the crap session went last night. Uh, Yes. Um, So I went, there was uh, three birthdays around the same time. I went over there and uh, we celebrated with, um, with DGAF, Agavni and Brian, and uh, it was about 30 people and uh, about a quarter of us went and uh, we went over to the win and uh, we got uh, a corporation going for craps. Um, Mm -hmm. 
it it did not go well. Um, normally, I have the uh, golden hands or the the throw of a dove. Um, the dice just they look beautiful, but today I don't have it. I didn't have it. I we I should have told him not to play at the win. I love the win. I love playing at the win. I love all the dealers there and the floor I used to deal there. Um, but I run like complete trash. Um, and that rolled over into the craps table. So I did not have it for them. However, um, Spraggy was there and uh, he had the best role by far. But I think my mush um, win connection just, uh, I messed it up. Mm. So I, I should have I done what was best for the team. I should pull myself away. You know, we had two barrels as a, a whole corporation and uh, we couldn't get it done. You know, I, I have to own this. All right. So the corporation got uh, got beat up. Uh, Edon, did you get, were you part of this corporation or were you thankful? I was, in, I was in the middle of surgery. Thankfully, I didn't get to punt it off with them. Uh, so, so hold on, hold on. You... Your emergency surgery probably saved you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. That's running good. Nice job. Yeah. Silver lining, probably yes. So right. you dusted the corp. Yeah, my I think my presence being there is is what what made it happen. I think it's the science. Yeah, yeah, very provable. Wow. <laughs> um, how do you how did how did you even come on today? How do you live with yourself after dusting everyone's money? <laughs> oh well, um, luckily uh, me being a tournament pro, I'm very dead inside, and uh, I can just bounce <laughs> back yeah, very quickly. You're, you're you're a professional punter. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to throw out your Twitter handle. You've got some good stuff on Twitter, including that awesome scene from Ted Lasso. I assume you must be a Lasso fan if you posted that on there. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Brent, yeah, Brent Harrington mentioned something, and I had to, and I think that was relevant in some way, and I uh, and I posted that. I think it was like a one of those like. Um, meme trains on like what you thought the best uh mm -hmm. scene was yeah all right so uh, and your twitter name is uh at sunrunner gmz correct um, i had to change it it used to be uh luxac luxac gomez or luxac gmz but people kept confusing me with someone else that uh played online or that was on two plus two as like a troll or something and uh i i just eventually had to just change it yeah. sunrunner is a uh, vastly superior name. Oh yeah. I like it. Um, I wanted to throw out a thank you to you. Uh, you were one of the first people that I remember that, uh, watched our rounders episode. And then oh, yeah. I, think, I think you typed in the chat, like almost immediately that you snap bought the book, something like that. Oh yeah. Like that, that's such an interesting story. Like just, uh, uh like it's just something I want to want to invest my time in um i mean the the <laughs> just the idea that he he went against so much and everything was in his favor but he still didn't uh he still didn't survive the power that is on uh, um everyone has some kind of uh what is, some kind of uh, relation to that movie and uh it means a lot to the poker industry and it's unfortunate that we haven't had a movie of that caliber yet um, I think uh, there should be soon a movie like really uh, modern um, that can bring in more people and isn't like 
so much on like the gambling at the, not the gambling aspect, but like the, there has to be like cheaters or like some type of threat of death or like uh, the mob or something like that. Something to bring poker in a good light, I think. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of rambling now because that's kind of my perfect scenario of someone creating a movie that uh, brings the light of what the actual community is and the, the light that there is there. But um, uh, I, I kind of went I on a tangent you, there. Yeah. I can tell you when you get the book, you'll be excited. It's an excellent okay. movie. Um, I had an off speaking the record. Of, uh, speaking, speaking of community, uh, I'd, I'd love I'd love for you to share with the people how uh, awesome it was to go to that Raiders game. Wow, um, I I didn't expect that. I I, um, I believe one time mentioned that he wanted to do the game, and then uh, Billy uh, mentioned that I was a Raiders fan, and um, I immediately. I think around that time I was actually looking for price for ticket prices and I was trying to figure out how I can make the budget work. Um, because I, I, the tickets, the cheapest tickets were about 400 if you included all the fees. Um, and I wouldn't go without my dad. So, um, like we used to go to a Raider game, uh, once a year, we'd fly to fly to Oakland and we'd make it a whole thing. And he used to have a booster club as well. Um, and we would try to get uh, try to get that going, and we had a good solid three years going, and uh, we weren't able to do that anymore. And then they moved to Vegas. I actually have a vlog of us visiting the stadium uh, while it was being built, and uh, we got we were getting a little emotional on, on me living in Vegas and the Raiders coming to Vegas. Um, on top of like I didn't I didn't want to make I didn't want to think it was real that the Raiders were coming to Vegas. I thought we were being I thought Vegas was being used as uh, leverage. Um, so I, I, I didn't, here's something. The last time I celebrated early was the tuck rule game. And I will never celebrate early again. That, that includes poker. That includes anything. So I do not celebrate early at all. Uh, so I was not going to celebrate until they broke ground in Vegas. And, uh, when they did that, I, I teared up a little bit, but so that's just letting you know how much, uh, you know, we're, we're fans of, of Raider, of the Raiders and Raider Nation and all that. And uh, um, it was unfortunate my brother couldn't come as well, but um, you know, he was, uh, he, he, he was uh, sick with COVID at the time. But um, so I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was, we weren't able to afford it. Um, and I, I let everyone know like, oh no, I can, uh, it, it'll happen some other time, but if anybody wants to watch the game with me anywhere, we can do that. And then uh, the community came through and uh, they said, and I quote, fuck that, you and your dad are going to the game. And, uh, and I, I teared, uh, I teared as Billy um, sent me the official word and, um, and I immediately called my dad and um, uh, it took a while for it to sink in with him. But uh, when we got there, I, I made a video of it, a little, uh, a little montage and a little like um, snippet from the game and, and the people we hung out with. And um, uh, now it's, it's, uh, it's there for us to remember. And it, it, and it, and it was one of the better games, if not the best game of the season, um, being, yeah. I mean, biased from Raiders fan, but uh, yeah, with for all, those all you, that was on the line. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, the actual, the first playoff game of the year, which was the last game of the regular season, the Sunday night game against the Char the Chargers and Raiders. If you win, you made the playoffs. If you didn't, you went home. And it had that weird. Uh, I'm almost, if they tied, <laughs> where if the Raiders, tied, the Raiders, where the Raiders coach uh, 
took the uh, negative EV approach of kicking a field goal at the end. It's not would not be a good uh, would not be a good gambler. No. Mm-mm. But but it was a free roll to make the playoffs once they once they uh, called timeout and ready to kick it. Mm-hmm. So I was going crazy at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's not a free roll if the kick gets blocked in return for a touchdown. That's why you don't kick it. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Worst anyway. things have happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Derek, Derek and his dad went to that game. That game was awesome. Kept us all up very, very late. Um, all right, we're going to get to some picks soon. I know that's why you're all here. Uh, but before we get to the picks, a um, couple of shout outs, or I guess one. Uh, Edonk, we need to give a shout out to uh, Franco Luke, Lucas Harris because he just keeps delivering. Mm. Time in and time Lucas, out. Lu- Lucas earns so much money for me. He, uh, dealer at the GVC, who whenever he releases his lock of the day, um, Sunday he came through uh, quite big for me, I think for you as well, Edonk. I was hanging out with him a little bit at the uh, GVC, and he loved Providence, I think, right? Yeah, they were playing against Butler. Loved, loved Providence. And uh, so you earned for us again, Lucas. Thank you, buddy. Um, Derek? Yeah. Favorite Taylor Swift song, go. Oh. Um, <clears throat> uh, oh, Cheat Sheet. Okay. You're looking at Well, uh, no, I mean, like, uh, it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, there's the um, message in a bottle is pretty quick. Like, it starts pretty quick. And it has a good beat like you don't really have to listen to like the dialogue um but uh also like a uh, girl girl at home is pretty sneaky good i think mm. it has like a lot of depth to it hmm. not i know the first one i'm not sure i recognize the second one i'll have to look it up you're you're not familiar with this taylor swift song i don't think so which <laughs> album is it on Do you know derek uh that i'm not quite sure okay i'll look it up what was the name again girl at home Girl at home. All right. Yeah. On my list. All right. Uh, I used to ask uh, every guest a question about LeBron and his decision to, to change his jersey number. Uh, but our last guest kind of, uh, he sort of put that one to bed. So we're not going to do that one anymore. Didn't end very well. Instead, okay. we're going to go back to our um, uh, LeBron James quote of the week. You guys are ready? Uh, I've got it right here. Uh, of course, he had to weigh in on Jawan Howard. So this is what LeBron said. Good on you, young fella. Whenever a dumpy-looking 51-year-old, five-foot, seven-inch monster puts his hand on your arm and shoulder and you fear for your life, it is time to protect yourself. You have to throw hands and start a brawl. Even if it makes you look like a bitch, embarrasses your whole family, stains your entire program, and potentially costs you one of the best jobs in the country. That was uh, what LeBron had to say to Jawan Howard. All right, Derek, let's pick some games. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. The NBA is coming back tonight. We've got a whole slate full of games, but we've got two national games on TNT, so we're going to do those two. I hear from the uh, poker streets that you are an NBA betting betting savant. Is that accurate? Uh, Yeah, I got a system. It's a foolproof system. Um, I don't think anyone has ever used it. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. You just got Eric. Hold on, hold on a second. Well, I gotta get a piece of paper. No, you yeah. should just log into the wager exchange right now. 
Yeah, what is this? So, uh, what, 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 are the, this what are the game choices? First game, the early game on TNT, the Boston Celtics are favored by seven traveling to the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Now, what's the other game? The late game is the Golden State Warriors laying nine points at the Portland Trail Blazers. Okay. Um, I only want to use this for one game. So uh, we'll go with the late game. Uh, right. Then everyone has a bit more, more time to put their bets in and make all the yeah. millions of money monies that they want. Um, so my, my system is called uh, five degrees of history. Um, okay. So have you heard the saying, those who do not learn history are doomed to repeat it? Yeah. All right, well, throw that out. History is gonna repeat no matter what. Um, and instead of ignoring history, I think we should learn it in order to predict it. Or in this case, Make a good pick. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to start the game tomorrow is on the 24th, 24th of February. So we're going to start way back to 1987 when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scored his 36th career point in a 97-93 win versus the Suns. Now, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was also in a show called Dave. Hmm. In, in an episode titled Dream Abdul <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now... Uh, he played alongside Dave, who the show is loosely based off of, mm -hmm. aka uh, American rapper Little Dicky. Now, Little Dicky also uh, wrote and performed a song called Professional Rapper featuring Snoop Dogg. Snoop now, Dogg, Snoop Dogg was recently in, in the halftime show in LA. Mm -hmm. He was wearing blue and yellow. Yes. Now, what do you think that means? Golden State Warriors. Absolutely nothing. We don't we don't pick we don't pick games on colors. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, right. What really matters is that the the halftime show was fourteen minutes. Now, fourteen was also the age of the greatest singer songwriter performing artist of all time, Taylor Swift, Taylor when she Swift. signed a yes. deal with Sony. Yep. The youngest now, at the time. Now we're cooking. Okay. Yeah, and now the greatest singer-songwriter performing artist ever, Taylor Swift, also wrote a song called 22. Mm. Now, in this song, she says, and I quote, I'm feeling 22, mm. end quote. Now, what this means, now, the only person in this game wearing the jersey with the number 22 is Andrew Higgins. Wiggins, sorry. Wiggins, 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 yep. Wiggins, mm -hmm. Wiggins. So we have the team, the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Now we need to know whether it's the money line or, 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 the cup, or, or if they're going to cover. So mm -hmm. also in, this, in uh, this song, 22, written by the greatest singers, songwriter, you get it. Taylor Swift. Is yep. tonight's the night when we forget about the deadlines. Now, clearly, deadlines means dead money on the money line. So they're going to cover. We're going to bet the, they're going to cover. Now, here's another one. The over-under. What's the over-under? Oh, shit. Hold on. We're going to go about, what do you think, Edong? 227? Uh, that's what it looks like. That was just a guess on my part. I've got it right here, though. It is 
223 and a half. All right. So now we got to go way back, back in time. We got the, we got the timelines, super solid, airtight. Mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. So we go way back, back to the song, professional rapper. By Little Dicky. Uh, by Little Dicky, mm-hmm. featuring Snoop Dogg. Um, in that song, under is mentioned three times. Over is mentioned once. So we're betting the under. Mm. Okay. Warriors, cover, under. Okay. Five I'm, stars. Five stars. I am not uncertain. Five it's a fail-proof plan. Five stars on each? Correct. Okay. Total of 10 stars on the Warriors and the under. All right. That's some of the best analysis we've had. Yeah. Uh, not I have yet to lose with this. Undefeated. Yeah. Don't look me up. Yeah. Okay. Not since Jody and the handsome tattooed quarterback theory have we had anything quite this deep. Nice. Um, I don't know. This is this is so next level. I don't even know. I don't even know if you're supposed to fade it or take it. All right. Well, uh, Derek's going to need to take uh, a little bit of a breather after all that analysis. So, Edong, why don't you do the other game? Celtics 7 at Brooklyn. I guess Harden must not be back yet, right? Harden got traded to the to the uh, to Philly, I think. Right, so he's not back yet. Huh? So he's not back yet. That's what I'm saying. He will never be back. All right, that's why the Celtics are favored by seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Brooklyn. I'm gonna take the home underdog. How many stars? Because I got I got made fun of tonight for taking a road favorite by Macaroni. Hmm. Did you win? Uh, and, three by and, tonight, half. and by tonight, you mean last night on Wednesday? Yes. And did you win that game or no? No. Hmm. Bummer. All right. How, was, many, how many stars my, on the Nets? It was my boys from Duke. Oh, wow. How many stars on the Nets? Um, Three and a half. Okay. All right. Derek, tell us about your big plans this weekend. What are you doing? What's the tournament? What's the buy-in? What can you oh, win? Tell me. This week at the win, there's a mystery bounty. Uh, mystery bounty tournament. They've had uh, numerous, I think like uh, three of these. Um, this weekend, it's a 1.5 million guarantee. There's three starting flights, $1,600, $1,600 buy-ins each. Um, I am going to fire two bullets into that, and I uh, sold action in order to do that. You sure did. You sold action, and uh, the Fade the Mahoney Corporation purchased 10% of your action, right? Sharps. Sharps, five, yeah. Five and five. Of that 10%, uh, Edonk and I have decided we're going to give away two of the 10% to viewers of this here show. That's why I told you to stick around. 2% is available. 1% 1 is going to be randomly given out to somebody who retweets uh, the Twitter message uh, that uh, we send out about this show coming out on Thursday. And another 1% will be someone who is a subscriber on YouTube and leaves a comment underneath here. So... I don't think that's too complicated. 
1% to someone on Twitter, 1% on YouTube, retweet on Twitter, leave a message below, retweet on Twitter, leave a message below on YouTube. The Twitter, the Twitter retweeter has to be a, a, a follower, a subscriber too. Obviously. Thank you for adding that. Good point. I mean, uh, there's right. no point. You're right. right. We're not Please giving follow. money away to someone who doesn't subscribe. Eric, or, uh, Derek, after you win, uh, mm-hmm. what do you suspect first place will be? Uh, first place has consistently been uh, over 200K. Um, okay. And that's not including the bounties. So the, the largest bounty is, um, is going to be 100K. And they're, they uh, go down consistently. So, so, or not consistently, but there's 100K, 50K, 25K, 5K down to uh, 500. Does that and mean you, knock added out, a couple, you knock out the right person? Uh, you have to make day two. And then after on day two, uh, that's when you get vouchers for knocking people out mm-hmm. and you get to draw out of uh, that thing. I lost the barrel. Yeah, barrel. Right. Um, but uh, they added they added two uh, different um, draw cards, which is because um, the, the lowest amount is 500. So they added the 500 plus draw one and then a 500 plus draw three, which is really good value. That's some press your luck type shit right there. Yeah. No whammies. Nice. All right. Well, you, so, and, and you get to draw. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so by retweeting or leaving a message below after you win, that could be worth over $2,000. Okay. Yeah. All right. Three rolls are fun. So do Good that, value. everybody. Um, all right. Uh, you see, they did you see they added a mystery bounty? Uh, uh, to the WSOP this year? Oh, yeah. They just released the schedule. Um, there's a, a mystery bounty event with a 1 million bounty that can up to 1 million, but they're, they're, they're doing that the same time as the main. So I think uh, if you actually finished in the top five, um, you would, worst case scenario, and this is a good scenario, it's a hypothetical scenario to be in, um, you would have to late reg the last flight of the main or just reg directly into day two that's if because they overlap the scheduling with the million dollar bounty but well that's cool um all right i got two things left uh i promised a uh, new segment fade the mahoney viewer of the week you all see this oh wow yeah drake is the fade the mahoney viewer of the week he clearly watched our Maria Ho episode and is utilizing the strat that uh, Maria Ho dispensed for how to win at roulette. Uh, so, break even or go broke? Yeah. Yep. So Very congratulations, solid. Drake. <laughs> this has got to be a big highlight for you. You're the first ever Fade the Mahoney viewer of the week. All right. Um, that's it for the show. Final question. Uh, shout out Silent Sound Guy who told me I had to figure out a way to end shows uh, better. Uh, to end the show, Derek, I need to add a song to uh, the Fade the Mahoney playlist that we've started recently. So from you, a song that you love that not too many people uh, you don't think uh, know exists. Um, actually, I just had this on my playlist. I'm probably going to take a long time to get it. It's um, it's a song with no dialogue. Uh, it's, it's called Genius by Luke Richards. Um, I usually listen to it when I'm ready to go on a journey and self-medicate. 
So I can play it on repeat. It's a pretty good banger. Luke Richards. Right. All right. Let me composer. see. Luke Richards found him. Sounds artist. like a great journey. Songs. All right. I've taken right. a few. Oh, there it is. Genius. Good ones. Boom. Add to library. Nope. Add to playlist. Done. Uh, so what is that like a moose journey we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Shout out moose. All right. That's the show, everybody. Uh, enjoy Thursday night basketball. We'll be back next week with a uh, new guest. We've got some good stuff in the works. Uh, say goodbye to the people. Good gambling, everybody. Thanks, Derek. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Later. Buddy. Thanks for coming out.